Trust thyself. Every heart vibrates to that iron string. Accept the place the divine providence has found for you, the society of your contemporaries, the connection of events. Great men have always done so, and confided themselves childlike to the genius of their age, betraying their perception that the absolutely trustworthy was seated at their heart, working through their hands, predominating in all their being. And we are now men, and must accept, in the highest mind, the same transcendent destiny, and not miners and invalids in a protected corner, not cowards fleeing before a revolution, but guides, redeemers, and benefactors, obeying the almighty effort, and advancing on chaos and the dark. Welcome to episode one of Sandwich Wingman. I'm Ryan Morrison, with me is Rob Hanna. Rob, how are you doing? I am great. Uh, really excited to start our first episode. So uh, I, I opened with that passage, Rob, because it, it seemed to me like uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson was speaking directly to us. He was saying, the world needs sandwich wingman. You know, go go with your gut. Um, we need to advance on, on sandwich chaos, on dark sandwiches, dark magic sandwiches, <laughs> whatever you have. I think uh, I think this is, this was a call to action. We need to keep. Yeah, going. yeah. I, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna go with you on this one. I uh, admittedly the connection. Uh, I have not thought of this before, but I would say that uh, Emerson would be very proud of us to have uh, gone with our gut here. Yes. So um, the idea behind Sandwich Wingman is uh, Rob and I are each going to make a sandwich every week that we bring into work. Uh, the idea is to help you, help other people, uh, come up with sandwiches that are doable, not too complicated, uh, something that can be made and brought to work, uh, something that, uh, you know, just the variety is the spice of life type, type of thing. And uh, I think, uh, at least for a time, uh, Rob, uh, you and I are going to stick with the same ingredient, kind of like uh, Iron Chef-ish. Yes, that's exactly right. Yes, and we will uh, we'll get to more to that later. Yeah. So uh, so we both did turkey this week. Right. That's right. So uh, I guess just back to our model here. Uh, Rob and I uh, had a uh, a project that didn't necessarily pan out a little over two years ago uh, when we started sandwichwingman dot com. The idea. Yes. The idea was the same. You know. Uh, Maybe somewhat unconventional uh, sandwich recipes to just help help people bring in sandwiches to work. Um, you know, it just got to keep life interesting. And we all got to eat, so. Yeah, that's right. And I was, I was, I, I took lots of pictures of sandwiches. So many pictures, and so many different types. Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and they were so I, I, appetizing that I just wanted I, to keep going. <laughs> Yes, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, we were trying to do many things at once, including uh, try to have me be a master uh, food photographer. Yes, that's. Uh, are you your own food photographer now? Uh, I have had some assistance uh, more recently with my recent turkey sandwiches. Oh, that's good. Wait, you have multiple sandwiches? Well, I I only made one type, but I made them multiple times because, as you know, well, uh, from. Um, knowing me for so long that 
I need to eat a lot, it's despite right. my <laughs> despite my size. I uh, I need to have multiple things. So sometimes when we talk about sandwiches, uh, <laughs> you may bring one, I may bring a few. <laughs> yes, I've liked this trend lately of, of ordering multiple entrees. Yes, it yes. Is. I mean, I mean, who needs dessert? Yes, I, I just order a second entree. It's like you're you're like a, a professional marathon runner without running the the marathons necessarily. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Never have. It's still a goal. You you have like a, a hummingbird's metabolism. I can verify that. I, I, I didn't realize you had a background in um in uh, zoology. Zoology. <laughs> I was going to say bird bird sciences. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a a uh, aviology. No, there's, there, there's a word. No, there's a word for it. Uh, like ornith- ornithology or something. It? It's possible. It's possible. I uh, oh. I may need to consult the Google. Yes, that's uh, rather than us wandering around like idiots trying to f- make up a word that we think sounds like it could be a word. Well, I'll tell you what word I liked. You remember uh, with Nabokov? Uh, wasn't he a uh, a butterfly scientist? Yeah. What was that? Wasn't that lepidopatry or something? Yes. Yes, I think you're right. Very good. Uh, yes, I, I confirmed on the Google and the Wiki that ornithology is a branch of zoology that concerns the study of birds. All right. So, so yes, and, and, which is very apt for today because we're talking about one particular bird. Oh, oh yeah. Is, is is a turkey a bird? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well done. I was I was just thinking about how how quickly we got off track. <laughs> but, but but really, we were just you know talking about. Uh, the study of our main sandwich ingredient. This week. Exactly right. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I don't. I. I guess uh, you and I. Um, you know, we talked about doing a podcast some time ago. Right. And it didn't occur to us until more recently that we could take this this old old sandwich wingman project and kind of smoosh it together with um, what we might ordinarily talk about on a podcast. So we've got a yeah. mission, we've got a binding principle. I don't think we're going to spend um, more than half of our time um, on sandwiches. But, uh, you know, it'll be in, in the ballpark, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, trying some different things uh, for sandwiches, I mean. So yeah. we'll see what happens. It, it yeah. has been fun, uh, you know, uh, I guess... It's just easier when when you know you're going to be talking about it. So yeah, and I will say that that we probably in many aspects of life appreciate both like the experience of it and also kind of the interpretation and uh, taking apart of the experience. So I think um, I, I think this will bring us some uh, some great joy. That's um, that's setting the expectations very high. Great sure. joy. Well, I mean, I, I, I think we have in the past. I mean, you know, you've talked a little about our background, right? That we, uh, you know, go back away a uh, long time. Uh, what, 20 years more now, right? Yeah, uh, that's uh, that's crazy, but uh, like 23 years? That's probably right, right? 1992. And as, and as far as the listeners know, we're like only 25 years old, so. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, I'm trying to keep my youthful form. Yeah. yeah, well, back to the hummingbird thing. So Yeah, by, by eating lots and lots of sandwiches. Yeah. 
Sandwiches are good. Aren't sandwiches mm-hmm. good? Sandwiches are good. Yeah, sandwiches are good. That 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 could they be a motto. Be. Sandwiches yep. are good. Yes, that's a very. <laughs> It'll be clear to to anyone who runs across us just how perceptive we are. <laughs> sandwiches are good. <laughs> Meat like yeah. sandwich. So. So we did turkey this week. Yes. Um, I've I've been I've been waiting with bated breath. What did you try? Okay, here we go. I did uh, a turkey sandwich with feta, spinach, and fig jam on, on, on what I think was a raisin walnut bread. Uh, it was either raisin walnut or cranberry walnut. <laughs> that, was that like such a symphony of flavor that you don't know which... Which fruit was in the... Uh, well, well I, I may get into that uh, when we start taking this apart. Um, so, we'll see. Well, I, I'd like to take it apart right now. Oh, okay, okay. Um, it, so, for instance, did you have to eat it with a fork? There's a lot going on there. There is a lot going on there. I will say that... Okay, here, plenty of things I could talk about with this. So, uh, so the, uh, let me tell you how I constructed it a little I like, bit. I, I like the fig jam. Yes, the I fig jam is great. Good feta is a strong flavor. It was, yes, but here, I'll tell you this, this is fascinating. Okay, so, <laughs> I, I prepared the sandwich um, almost entirely symmetrical, uh, by which I mean I started with two of these uh, uh, walnut bread slices, and I applied the fig jam to both sides, which I found later to be something I regretted. Oh. Um, and oh. uh, so then on one side, I think I put the, um, the spinach, and on the other side, I put the feta, and then I tried to put it together. So as you know well from your experience with feta in the past, that feta is not a spreadable cheese. <laughs> now, that's, now that's a tagline. Sandwich wingman, feta is not a spreadable cheese. Yeah, I know. It was, uh, so, you know, I, I didn't do well with that. So it was very hard to even figure out how to, like, which side to put on side the other side. It didn't stick together with great integrity. Uh, <laughs> but... <laughs> but <laughs> that's how it was constructed, um, and uh, and I love this particular type of bread. So I thought that maybe the bread was going to dominate. That's why I anticipated when I started going with it. So um, what ended up happening is that um, uh, I had the sandwich on Friday, and I and I as I said, I made three of them. I think two of them I made in, this, in the format I just described. The other one I think I did with only one side. Uh, of the uh, bread or one bread slice, uh, actually with the jam on it, and uh, but let me talk about the ones that I that I tried that I think were the the more symmetrical ones. So the bottom line is that um, I took I took some notes to myself when I was doing this, but the main kind of takeaway I had when I took my first couple bites was that pretty much all I tasted was fig jam. <laughs> really, I would have thought yes. that it would be the feta that would really. I know this is I know uh, to best of my knowledge, I had a fig jam taste in my mouth during the experience of the sandwich plus. Uh, or, or, or and immediately after the aftertaste was still a fig jam, um, so and the fig and jam the, was strong with this one. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, the the power of the fig was strong, and um, so what happens is is that the um, I thought that one I would taste as I you said the feta, which I don't believe came through strongly. I also don't think I even tasted the the turkey much. Like the turkey was a yeah. kind of a saltier turkey. Um, but I really? think that this still overpowered that. I, I honestly don't remember the specific type of turkey, but I remember it was something special. Um, and uh, but but not but not exotic, just some, uh, something like that. Um, 
So yeah, so the bottom line is that I mostly tasted fig. Maybe the bread a little bit overpowered it, and I just like this taste of bread, so I like just the fact that that flavor is in there. It has some nuts and stuff, which is great. Uh, but that I really with the fig, with the fig jam, the, the nuts. Yeah. The oh, the bread. bread. Right. Yeah. Yep. That that I think was well paired. I just think that um, my quest for symmetry here uh, was a failure because I think that having the piece of bread on each side, obviously, and also the fig jam on both sides, just meant that like most of my flavor experience was just the fig jam. And I like fig jam, but I kind of wanted to taste yes. more of the mixed flavors. So I think uh, overall, um, I could have uh, executed this better. I you have been known to just sit down and eat fig jam. Yes, and I and I, and I will say that that and we may find this when we discuss sandwiches more uh, in the future as well. Which is that you know I was hungry when I sat down, so I wasn't necessarily in the uh, <laughs> in the uh, you know in the mindset of say a top chef judge where I was, uh, had been sampling many things over the course of the evening and was really taking apart the flavors. Um, but, uh, you know, that would be something that's we'll right. learn together. Yeah, that, that seems appropriate, though. I mean, uh, are, you, are you frequently hungry when you sit down to eat a sandwich at work? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm, I get hungry um, frequently, and uh, I process food quickly. So it's good to have multiple sandwiches ready to go. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, so we're going to go into our rating system here, I think, in a, in a second. So yeah, I'd like we'll, to hear more about your stuff, we'll too. Return, yeah. We'll return to mm-hmm. your sandwich. Yep. Um, so, I don't know if, if you also found this, but uh, earlier in the week, I was floating around the internet looking for some inspiration. Oh, yeah. And I found some. I mean, uh, I think... Uh, We've, there's a there's going to be some kind of selection bias here where we we err on the side of uh, ingenuity, sure, un, unusual things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I made a turkey and pea sandwich. Whoa, you mean peas as in like peas. green peas? Yes. Wow. Green peas. Green peas. Yes. <laughs> um. So it's out. So. Um, well, here's here's the process. I I, uh, I used a wrap, which we're gonna have to talk oh. about our um, whoa yeah our, our sandwich definitions because yeah, but I used a wrap in part because I knew there was gonna be like a loose element, you know, when I was using peas that you know I didn't want them all falling out when I ate the sandwich. You know? Right. Um, so the, I think the wrap was a good move in that in that regard, um, but. Um, I like cooked onions a lot. Is this something that uh, you also like? Or I will say that I am not as much of a fan of... Uh, I assume I'm not as much of a fan of cooked onions as you are. I, I appreciate them. I'm a big fan, yeah. Right, but I don't... Uh, yeah, not not as much. Well, I thought um, I thought the onions would be a good complement to the, the peas. So, anyway. Oh. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. I've I've been uh, at the grocery store. I've been getting some like uh, uh, containers of like pre-diced onions that are fresh, you know, not frozen. Which I've I've really liked because they've been a good uh, fit for eggs as well. Uh, so I have them on hand frequently. So Great. this part was easy. So I got some peas. I got these onions. Um, threw them in a skillet at the same time, like separately. So the onions were a little fried up a little bit, you know, they caramelized a little bit. Great. While the peas, I'd already 
heated up the peas. This was like a microwave bag of peas or whatever. So they're already hot. But I put them in the skillet. Um, and while the onions are going, I kind of mashed up the peas with a fork. Just tried to mash them as much as possible. Mm-hmm. And then once the onions were ready to go, I kind of threw them all together. Um, added uh, what I thought was a healthy portion of, well, or an unhealthy portion of, of salt. Um, pretty good amount of pepper. I thought pepper would be important. Mm. Um, and I had uh, a maple turkey. Um, so three slices of turkey, you know, on this wrap. And then this kind of smushed up uh, pea and onion mixture, which is mostly peas. Kind of put that on top of uh, of the turkey. And that was it. it was just really just the, the couple of ingredients. Um, okay. Well, you t- it, can sounds, you... it sounds mm-hmm. like it would be... Um, bizarre and not taste good mm-hmm. but what i found is that it was bizarre and it did not taste good <laughs> um can you again remind me the all the components of the sandwich so it was a a, a pea and onion mixture kind of like Got a it. mash yep yep uh, but there were still some loose peas around because i didn't get them all with the fork sure and turkey oh i see okay and it. Uh, it was so. After that attempt, I I thought I needed to diversify the portfolio a little bit more. So um, my second sandwich, I still had plenty of this pea mixture left over. Um, that would sound terrible out of context. <laughs> uh, and uh, so I added some Havarti cheese. Oh, and, and right. I stacked the turkey a little bit more. And then like four slices of turkey, and then less of the pea mixture <laughs> yeah but uh in both so now, now you're gonna think of that every time i say pea mixture right <laughs> uh i still am yeah so um both sandwiches even when peas were not a big aspect of, just the flavor was just dominated by the peas they're just too sweet mm. peas. i don't think of peas as being sweet but they're very sweet so this is probably not something i'll do again but uh maybe there are variations on that theme or maybe there's yeah. a, a better companion for peas. Well, I will say that I'm I'm uh, I'm impressed and pleased that you went with mashing the peas. Yeah, I That's, thought that uh, was important. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I also think that you probably appreciate having some of the texture of some of the peas left, even though you hadn't mashed them. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, texture-wise, it was it was an experience. Yes, good experience. Um, so. We haven't really conferred on our on our rating system. I think Correct. we'd like to have one at some point. Right. We're going to start putting these up on uh, on a website, I believe. Exactly. Um, and it'd be nice to kind of have a way to index what worked and what didn't work with this rating system. I totally agree. And uh, given our response to our own sandwiches, it would be nice to have a rating system <laughs> so that we can uh, yeah figure uh, <laughs> these may rate near the bottom. Yeah, it's uh, but we're we're gonna get the hang of it. I mean, we're in, yep, yep. We're not here just to dispense good, good recipes. Uh, we're here to discover what works, what doesn't work. I and, totally agree. Uh, yeah, just give people the tools to to try their own things. Well, yeah, we're we're we're, we're gonna uh, yeah discover together. I, I like the sound of that. All right, but no matter what, there's gonna be an element. Of this rating system that has to do with taste. 
Is that fair to say? That is definitely fair to say. I mean, I guess the only alternative to, to taste would be having, like, multiple taste categories. But I, I don't know how to do that, right? Me either, especially if... Well, but yeah. I we, mean... We, it, I, just weighted a little more heavily. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, taste. What else you got? Um, I will admit that that's something that... Um, uh, I, I've heard from uh, one of the TV uh, chefs... Um, was the notion of kind of how well the bread stays together. Um, and I'm not sure whether we, I don't think either of us experienced that with this sandwich, but like um, you could imagine a, a runny sandwich not staying together well, um, so the bread would fall apart. I think that's important to, um, to consider. Okay, so that would be like maybe just the overall integrity of the sandwich? Yes, and I believe that may have been the word that he used. So uh, we, we, may, we may want to... Uh, Adapt and revise. Because integrity is not a word to use lightly. I agree, without a doubt. I agree, and I um. So, we uh, but I I think something in that space. I've had a lot of. uh, uh, I I believe that that's an important consideration. Yeah, no, this is this is important because you know part of the idea is we're bringing these to work. I mean, hey, if your if your stuff's going to fall apart on the way there, then you're just like eating like a bread salad. That's not good. This is right. not bread salad wingman. It's a sandwich <laughs> wingman. But yeah, I think bread salad wingman just sounds distasteful. Distasteful? <laughs> as, in, as in like like inappropriate or just like bad taste? I'm just not sure whether the word bread, uh, what did you say, bread? Salad. Uh, bread salad just really inspires a lot of, uh, uh, you know, shock and awe. <laughs> Are you a bread, bread pudding fan? Have you ever had bread pudding? Uh... Yes, and am I a fan? I would say so, yeah. Yeah, that's good. I don't know, it's a, there's nothing else to say there, it's just good. Yeah, you know, now, yeah, go ahead. There's, there's probably no way for us to put bread bread pudding in the sandwich, though. <laughs> I, I, don't, I think we're going to stay away from dessert sandwiches. That... We, we should at least stay away for now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 have, uh, I have some crazy ideas I may bring up on later episodes related to that, but I think we should save it for another time. So, episode 71, <laughs> Uh, dessert sandwiches. Yes, yes. Um, so okay, I like I like integrity. I think that's that's important. Um, I I don't know how to balance this with that. So I got one that's maybe not that uh, uh, dissimilar, like an ease of assembly. Like Uh, like the easier the better, right? I mean, where totally like my my fundamental nature is laziness, right? (laughs) So, um, there's a, there's a, there's like a reward quotient here where, yes, you know, overall quality, it could be a very difficult sandwich, but if it was fantastic and it ticked off some other categories that we're coming up with, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe go for it anyway. But I think, you know, ease of assembly is something that I would take into account. Yeah, I agree with that. I, and... Yeah, especially if we're trying to make this as a recommendation for lunches, right? So, I think so. Yeah. Uh, what else you got? Um, I was thinking about uh, texture. So I, th- I think you and I have discussed the word mouthfeel. Yes. Uh, and and you know, uh, I think you know. Uh, that but I, only I, in the context of sandwiches have we just discussed mouthfeel. I, I yes, I, I can confirm Otherwise, that. Otherwise, it's none of my business. <clears throat> yes, exactly right. My, um, yes, so, 
I would love to get a new word for mouthfeel just because I feel the word mouthfeel is... Well, how about just, just experience? Right? The eating experience. Yeah, like the, the experience... Yeah, whatever's going on in my mouth as I am experiencing the sandwich, I think it... That was, that was eloquent. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to put that on a t-shirt. Yes, yes. Um, so, yes. <laughs> All right. Um, so one one thing we had we had talked about we haven't talked about recently but we talked about back, um, you know, twenty twelve you know end of twenty twelve um, was this aspect of a um, the sandwich being kind of like a conversation piece you know ah like uh, yes li- liven things up at work where you like draw yes. people in you talk about sandwiches at work I like it. Yeah, you know, just uh, uh, some kind of um, catalyst for for conversation. Well, I like that. How about even just using the word catalyst or something? That's amazing. Um, <sighs> well, something like that. Sounds like we're, sa- on, we're on board. Sa- sandwich as a catalyst. <laughs> I, my, my note here was conversation piece. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Conversation slice. Conversation, uh, yeah. <laughs> We can we can workshop it. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It's so uh, the only other note here that we didn't um, touch on in one way or another. I, I have is, is novelty. So I, I mean, does that? I know that overlaps with the conversation piece thing, probably. But like, I I'd like to try new things, and I think if I were if I were listening, you know, I'd, it would pique my interest a little bit more if. There was something novel about about a sandwich. Do you see yes. that being a separate category? Or we're just going to kind of roll that into conversation piece. Well, I, I feel like the the novelty is. Yeah, I was just going to say the same thing. It, it seems like it would make it more of a conversation piece. Um, but I also just like the fact that if we have that being a category, it may inspire us to keep pushing envelopes. Like if we know that we'll be rated on that as one of many categories. So, uh, sorry about that a little technology problem where I got kicked off. Uh, but, um, yeah, Rob, uh, the, this idea of, of pushing ourselves to, uh, to try newer things, I think that, I agree, that's pretty important. So, maybe we'll, we'll come up with a new um, name for this category. Okay. But it's probably one category. This is like conversation piece, mm-hmm. uh, ingenuity. Yep. Novelty, all that, you know, kind of rolled into one. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I, I think um, so. We've got kind of five categories now, and I, I think they're all pretty important. I think, I think they're all pretty important. I, I was going to say maybe the integrity one is a little less important, but you know, actually, if it's not going to work for work, then it doesn't really work for work. So, so maybe we broaden that category to be more inclusive of that idea you just said, which is that it kind of has to be a sandwich that stays together. I mean, or like that that that. Okay, yeah, can, like like either portable right, or something exactly. or something that that yeah. can be. Well, we've got this ease of assembly thing too. Yeah, I agree. So maybe there's something all in that one space that is all just fine. Because I, I agree, it doesn't have to be just yeah. about the bread. But I think that something. So, about, so the yeah. greater idea is like works for work. Love it. Yeah. Yeah, we're not gonna. <laughs> Plus, W is tough if we're gonna make an acronym out of this. So. Mm. Yeah. So we'll return in uh, in episode two with with acronym proposals. Great. Yeah, 
I, I like that type of discussion. It'd be fun. Um, maybe we can come up with something fun, yeah. Yeah. So, um, well, how would you, uh, how would you handle your sandwich here? I mean, the, the, the taste thing, I mean, you like fig jam. Love fig jam. Yep. Yep. So, so as, even if it just as a fig jam delivery device, it was a good sandwich for you, right? Uh, completely agree. So, uh, in that sense, taste wise, I liked having that taste in my mouth, but I wanted to have the sandwich be more balanced i guess is that um yeah. so i wanted the taste to be balanced i wanted to be able to experience like the multiple ingredients but i will say that um i may be more attuned to it as we go on um uh, in, in making different types of sandwiches to uh making sure that i uh kind of try to try to experience more of the flavors it may have just been that my first experience of it was um um you know just i was so either hungry or not focused on taking apart flavors that uh it you know it's a first time error, so. Um, but the, the taste of that was pretty good. So um, I don't know what you're thinking. I, I'm thinking in terms of these uh, these ratings. Yeah. Um. Maybe taste is more important than the other ones. I think taste should have the most weight. Yep. Yeah. So so maybe taste is a one to ten thing. Ah yes. And our mm-hmm. and our other other um, three or four. Mm-hmm. Well, other other three, yep. looks like, mm-hmm. um, are one to five. Love it. So we got a possible score of twenty five. Great, love it. So so uh, taste wise, then one to ten, how do you feel about uh, the fig turkey? <laughs> um, you also get to name it. I mean, you came up with it, so. Yes, good point. I may reserve the naming of that, or the trying to figure out the naming live. No, but I don't have any good name for it. I, I think you have a better namer than I am. I'm open, but um, but as I kind of think through the number here, I'm I'm gonna say, given that it, the taste was so strong to one ingredient, and I didn't really taste it even as a turkey sandwich uh, per se, I think I'm gonna go with a four. A four out of ten. Yeah, like That's it just harsh. wasn't. Yeah, it is harsh. Okay, but I, I don't think that it was a uh, a well executed or or even uh, yeah. The taste was a four. So, um, I, nothing's really jumping to mind for for a name either. But right. we we all know and love the the fig Newton. Right? Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so maybe maybe uh, you know your hometown. Maybe this is a fig Quincy. Ooh, mm, very interesting. Um, this is a sign of your greatness that something about you would be incorporated into the name. Wow. Rather than just about the sandwich. Yeah, that, that, that's that's I, I awesome. I'm not sure whether I want my even my hometown to take credit for this. It's uh, it's I mean with oh. a, with, with a four. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe like Fig in another city that. Um, yeah. <laughs> the Fig situate. <laughs> I, I got nothing against that. I want to be clear on air that I am. Uh, uh, I, I I love all that Massachusetts has to offer. <laughs> But not enough to live here. Uh, not currently. Not currently. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> uh, hopefully I just love it. I love it so much. I do. You know how much I want to, you know. It's just painful to be here because you love it so much. <laughs> Sometimes I just have to let it go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something you love so much. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, so I, I no longer live there, but, but uh, have uh, great intentions and expectations to be back. <laughs> Alright, well, I'm going to give my, my pee and yeah, turkey please. sandwich yes, yes, yes. Um, a two. Wow! <laughs> you said I was being bad. <laughs> well, well, I mean, you at least liked what you were tasting. <laughs> to me, to me, it was just like a mouthful of peas. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It just yeah. tasted like peas. I like, I like peas, but I mean, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I don't know. I'd almost rather just eat the peas. Yeah, did you, you did, yeah. You didn't even you didn't butter them or anything, right? No butter. That's a good idea, though. I mean, it's it was so off of. Um, <laughs> It was so far from from like uh, being like an above replacement sandwich <laughs> that that like tinkering with the finer points of it is, is maybe not something that I, agree. I will find myself yep. doing without a doubt. But if I were, that would be that would, I would do that. Yep. That's a good idea. Yeah, because I uh, just use a little oil on the on the pan. I could have uh, could have used butter. Mm. Mm. I, oh I, yeah. Oh, mm. that reminds me. Right? Yes. Like, yes. Uh, is there some element to 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 healthiness? Or like nutrition. Ooh, yeah. Leaving out. Um, probably. Uh, we probably want to have that in consideration. Sure. Okay. And and we should say on air. Yeah. Neither you nor I. We're not nutritionists. No. Not, we don't know what we're talking about. No, no, no. I, I just, I just, I, I can't even claim to even play one on the radio. Yes. It, it, you, cer- you certainly can't claim to be on the radio. I agree. <laughs> yeah, um, but yes, no. I know very little about nutrition, <laughs> but that won't stop us from guessing. Yeah, that's what we're. Yeah, yeah. At. That's what we'll, that, that's what we'll aim to do. Okay. Um. All right. Well, integrity. Yes. My. My sandwich stayed together on a scale of one to five. It had great in... Oh, no, actually, no, I'm sorry. Because of the feta, didn't stay together that well. I would... Now that I think about it, for the whole sandwich, not just the bread, the integrity of it was, like, pretty low. I'd give it, like, a two. A two on a five? No, no, I, no I'm going to give it a one. It, it just didn't stay together. It, the, the, the feta was not a spreadable cheese. There's, so. there's got to be lower-ranking integrity sandwiches. Fair enough. No, good point. So I better, you know, we're getting used to this. So let me let me go with a three then. Okay, I, I think that's you know not not having been there, it still sounds appropriate to me. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and you? Integrity for mine was yeah. high, but only because it was in a wrap. Ah. Uh. Um, and in terms of you know like being able to take it to work. Mm-hmm. Uh. That would be difficult. I'd have to wrap it really tightly in a way that uh, I'm not super capable of. But at the same time, it would not be hard to just bring to work the turkey. I, I did this at home. This is my... Got it, got it, yep. Um, to just bring the ingredients. or There were not that many ingredients. And, you know, just a container of this, like, pea mash. Um, oh, you're... A good s- thing. And, you, and, you, in fact, yeah. if I put it in a Ziploc bag, I probably could have mashed it even better. So you're saying that? Are you saying just to, for the sake of clarifying, like, did you build like the sandwich at home? Did you or did, did you build it at work? I built it at home. Got it. I but did. then, it, but it didn't quite make it to work well. Yeah. Um, I just didn't try. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. I, yep. I will try from henceforward. But okay. It was kind of a weird week last week. Got it. Makes sense. Got it. 
This was a New Year's. Uh, oh, I should have done Black Eyed Peas. Isn't that like a New Year's Day thing? I don't know. Oh, yeah, I heard someone was mentioning, uh, I was somewhere uh, last evening, and uh, this person mentioned Hop and John, which involves, Hop and John. Which involves Black Eyed Peas. And, 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 and it is traditionally, I believe, had for the New Year. So, well, anyway, I made a different kind of pee okay. you know, for the new year. Okay. Um, I'm going to, I mean, it could have been worse. Like, the, this This is at least possible. Right. Theoretically possible. So, I'm going to give it a two out of five. Okay. Um, and we were kind of, ease of assembly was kind of the, the same same thing for us, I think. I think that's right. Incorporating that in, in your mind, would you change your, your rating from a three? It was not easy to assemble. I will give it a three. Yeah. Okay. Um, no. But it wasn't that bad because the fig helped some things, the fig jam helped things stick to the sandwich, just that the feta didn't quite, feta was crushed, right? The feta was essentially like crumbled, I mean, so. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. But it would have worked on a, on a, on a different pieces of bread, right? Like if you imagine like a sub roll, it would have worked a little better on that one because it would have just all stayed in there, right? So, yeah. Um. All right, I'm not going to change my rating either. Okay. It was it was kind of messy. Mm-hmm. It, I never really got the peas to like a paste consistency. Mm-hmm. It was still like crumbled all over the place, so uh, not that good there. Anyway, experience and mouthfeel then. Oh that. boy, good stuff. Um, to be honest, it actually wasn't as sticky as I thought it would be, given the jam. Um, it's fair. Um. Out of five, the experience and the the mouthfeel type things. Um, it, it, it's it, kind it, of hard to separate this from taste. Uh, yeah. Are you finding that? No. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I but I, well, I mean, yes, but like there's this taste experience. There's, there's a, the taste of it overall, but also just like did the like you know the imbibing of it, right? Like you know, it was easy to chew. Did you like have to like mm. do a lot of work? Um, I thought it was a very a very easygoing sandwich to experience, right? Um, so I, I, I would give it relatively high marks, maybe just for the sake of the fact that I'm, I'm somewhat new at this. Uh, I'd probably give it a four. Okay, I like it. Um, I got to stick um, maybe with a three. Like, it was kind of fun with the wrap. Right. But, you know, I don't know. It still crumbled a little bit. Like, I cut the wrap in half. Yeah, and then part of it will fall out, and I have to shovel it back in. And well, uh, I'm kind of mixing my categories here, but <laughs> but I get it. You know, in my mouth, it was like peas all over the place. No, yeah, uh, yeah, it just doesn't sound pleasant. Yeah, I could have said that better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Was, so, from a conversation piece perspective, I got to rank mine highly. Like uh, at least it's it's worth talking about. All right, yeah, to think about how much. Yeah, now um, uh, I would say the feta element of it made it an interesting conversation piece, um, but otherwise it was a relatively straightforward sandwich. So what's that in terms of a number? Uh, out of five, uh, in terms of a conversation piece, uh, I don't know. I, I guess I'd give it like a. Well, I'm gonna go with a two. Oh, it just wasn't much of a conversation piece, but it was enough, right? Okay. It was a little bit. That's nice. fair. Yeah. All right, that's your your rating. Nutrition wise, though, I think you did pretty well. I would say so. I'm not sure how nutritious or healthful uh, is uh, feta is, but um, the rest of it probably yeah. was was fine. I mean, I'm sure there was a high sugar content in the fig jam, but um, right. 
but it wasn't uh, it wasn't greasy or anything. Yeah, I mean, for us, especially for you, nutrition and like calorie content don't have to be the same thing. That's right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, how filling the sandwich was might be something we want to consider, right? But yeah, um, you know, just your your vitamins and minerals and stuff. Just having you know more types of fruits and vegetables is, is a good thing. Yeah, maybe. You yeah. probably don't mm-hmm. eat that many figs mm-hmm. as much as you like fig jam. I do not eat figs whole much, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, that sounds like a four to me. Are you going to go with that? This is for nutritional value? Sure, four. And what about for you? Uh, I'll go with the three. Okay. I mean, I, I know peas are good, are good for you, I guess. But like the, the sautéed onions or something, yeah, different. Um, yeah, it's probably not a lot helpful there. No. But, you know, like the, the, the there weren't that many onions really in the, in the grand scheme of things. Probably should have been more. Hmm. All right, so um, not that great. <laughs> we did not do that. We did not do that great. If we include nutrition, then that's kind of out of thirty. Right. And um, I've got, I've got the 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 fig feta, the the fig situate sandwich here <laughs> of uh, seventeen out of thirty. Wow. All right. It's not that bad. It's not bad. Good place to start. Um, I weighed in at 15 out of 30. All right. Well, there it is. We, we kind of mid-range mid, mid the scale here, which is good. Yeah. Um, we did not get everything wrong. I mean, if we if we had been, like, under 10, then then it would have been clear to both of us that we were just unclear on the concept of making sandwiches for lunch. <laughs> you, mean, you mean under the age of 10? Oh, 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 oh under <laughs> under the rating of 10? Yeah. Just the, I mean, if you got everything wrong, it'd be like, well... <laughs> Do you even I know... Mean, at least... At least we got, like, the novelty thing. Yes, I agree. And we, we even kn- knew that we could probably claim that both of them are sandwiches, even though I think there there is some legal debate over whether or not the wrap or burrito is a sandwich. But I think we should maybe it's, pick that up another true. episode. That would be great. Um, yeah. Uh, such such important questions as uh, <laughs> a hot dog. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. Very important to resolve. Yes. Well, we at least need to come up with some definitions for ourselves. Without a doubt. But we'll probably, we'll do like a, a, maybe a bigger bread segment in a, in a coming episode. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, but we weren't only talking about sandwiches this week. No, no. In fact, uh, I, I I look forward to um, uh, uh, to our new topic, or our other topic. So I it seemed like um, Turkey and Emerson's self-reliance... Was a, a pretty good fit. I, you know, it's not. This is kind of misstating the premise of the essay. Okay. Of, you know, lifting yourself up by your own bootstraps. Yep. But our our main sandwich um, ingredient is probably the thing that tastes most like bootstraps. <laughs> so. Ah uh, yes, uh, yes. Um, I, I think. Uh, delightful. I think, uh, yeah. I think turkey is much maligned, but uh, but not maligned enough. <laughs> That's why. I mean, it just doesn't have a ton of taste. Uh, it, it doesn't add taste to it. Well, I, I think that's the reason why both of us had it prepared in some way, right? Didn't you say yours was? You say yours was oven roasted. Uh, it was on maple. Oh, maple! I mean, it was actually very like uh, just eating some extra slices. Yep, it's very good. I, I was trying to select a uh, a turkey at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, a woman standing next to me was like, yeah, "You should get the maple." 
Oh, yeah. Good. So I actually really wasn't that interested in maple because I, I, I wanted... I knew that I didn't realize the peas were going to be super sweet. I, I didn't fully appreciate that, but I knew I kind of wanted like a salty. But I, I got the maple just like out of shame because like if if uh, it's one thing to like reject someone else someone's uh, recommendation if you have something in mind, right? But but for me to like go ahead and like guess after getting a recommendation like that would be like no, I just like I would rather guess randomly than take your word for anything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So it was a tough, you know, I, and what do I know, right? So, I mean, it actually was really good. I don't know if it was a good fit for the, the sandwich I was trying, but um, normally the, the thing that I, le- I like least about turkey, I know we're, we're talking so much about self-reliance right now, but the thing I like <laughs> least about turkey, <laughs> you know, when, like a real turkey, like Thanksgiving turkey. Right the the texture i just it's it's so like tacky you know what i'm talking about um it's like not really sticky but like like just tacky I, I think i would need you to give me another metaphor on that one yeah i don't mean even mean as a as a metaphor just like it's like it's um it's sticky but not really sticky I, i'm really i'm really at a loss okay well with me yeah like it just feels weird in between your teeth. Yeah, the yeah the mouth feels is off. Yeah, mouth feels bad. I think in like turkey chunks. <laughs> I often don't eat much turkey. Put it that way. Anyway, so self reliance. We opened with a uh, with a quote that I, I like quite a bit. It did kind of speak to our our project here a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I think everyone. Everyone knows this line. Trust thyself. Every heart vibrates to that iron string. Yeah. I, did, you, I, did you run across that before? I I just remembered from um, from high school, I think. And I'm not sure if I ever got to read this much in college. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know when I read it first, but I, I, I have read it before, and there was a, a portion in here that uh, I've clearly, like, incorporated into my own lexicon. And uh, so I, I know that uh, it made an impression at some point. I don't think I got it for myself. But as much as um, I feel like Emerson has endorsed our, our project here, um, there are a couple points at which um, I feel like he was kind of admonishing us as well. Um, it's funny reading this because you, you come very early to this line... In every work of genius, we recognize our own rejected thoughts. They come back to us with a certain alienated majesty. Oh, God, yeah. And and that's like what, like, 50% of this is. I, I kept reading things like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know. But, you know, he said it first, so what can you do? I don't know. And then, um, I know we we're both, we kind of uh, bookmarked a halfway point. But there's a lot here, so there's more than we thought we could discuss in one episode. Completely agreed. But I don't know if uh, you and I are on the on the same, are using the same version. I believe we are. I am using the one that you had sent. Yep. Okay. Um. So so I'll point you at the middle of page eleven. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Um. Which uh, which I can just read. Yep. Go for uh, it. Man, I am there. Man is mm-hmm. man is timid. Oh and yes. Apologetic. Mm-hmm. He is no longer upright. He dares not say I think. 
I am. But quote some saint or sage. <laughs> and uh, that made me feel like we were doing this wrong. <laughs> because, uh, you know, what we're aiming at here is to, is to talk about wisdom. You and I are, are wisdom guys. We like wisdom nuggets. I agree. Nuggets. We just call them nuggets, and we're probably going to continue to just call them nuggets. Yeah. And we've, we've got our own nuggets, and we've got nuggets that are inspired by other things. And sometimes, you know, this is what we, we do. So we bring them to each other. That's our, it's kind of our thing. <laughs> and uh, we thought for this podcast that having some kind of, you know, catalyst for those types of discussions were good. And maybe at least we're going to discuss, I'm sure, along the way some things that uh, you and I feel like we've discovered at other times, and we'll kind of reconstitute those those conversations. That would be great. But it would be nice to discover some new stuff, too. I agree. But I, I do want to say that I would feel very comfortable if we sometimes quote some sage, and by which I mean the, the spice. Uh, <laughs> well played, sir. Uh, this, 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 is really, uh, this really sets the stage for... Um, <laughs> To, to name a sandwich like the Emerson or something. Ooh, yeah. I, I wonder whether you might, in your neck of the woods, have uh, places that already do name sandwiches after uh, great authors. Yeah, like a like a Darwin's? Yeah. Well, no, that's, that's streets, but maybe some of the streets are named for some of the same families. Could be, yeah. Anyway, so I don't want to be too reliant on Emerson quotes here because Emerson <laughs> kind of told us not to be. Exactly. Or he, yeah. he at least uh, kind of turned up his nose to the idea that we would. Mm-hmm. Or that we'd feel like we had to. Uh, but, um, I don't know. What what else? Um, we could just kind of roll through this if you like. Yeah, I know. Well, i got to tell you, I, I absolutely, even as we only got through about half of it, I absolutely enjoyed going back to read this again. Just like I can imagine going back to read many of the things we might explore here that like you're exposed to some great works as a youth but i feel like every time i go back i i discover something differently about them right so like obviously the whole you know on the whole of the work so far right i mean it's kind of this weird tension between um finding all the wisdom within yourself but also like even i think he acknowledged at some point even in the first half of this text that it's not necessarily about um like, like how, how do you know that you have that wisdom, right? How would you presume that you do? I think, I think he tries to explore that a bit. Um, and yeah. so... Yeah, I mean, I think on the surface, it seems like this is going to be like a like a guide guide for living. Like, the, the reliance part of this isn't really like a reliance, right? It's more like be, be yourself. Exactly right. Not, mm-hmm. Like, hey, you do you, and don't worry about it. It'll all sort itself out. Exactly right. Um, right. yeah, I mean, yeah, he, and, and he, in some sense, he also goes into a little bit about, um, that, that even though we're lying within ourselves, we also, um, be, the intuition, I think is the word he uses within ourselves, but somebody here, it says the, the inquiry, um, something like, um, uh, he, he talks about, um, what does it say? Um, yeah, it says, what is the, the aboriginal self, uh, at the end of it, nine into 10 on which a universal reliance may be grounded? Mm. Um, you know, what is the nature and power of that science baffling star without parallax, without calculable elements, which shoots a ray of beauty, even to trivial and impure actions, if the least mark of independence appear, 
He said that the S, the inquiry, this inquiry, essentially, this the inquiry leads us to that source. At once, the essence of Jesus of uh, Jesus uh, of, of genius, uh, of virtue, and of life, which we call um, spontaneity or instinct, right? Um, yes. And he was talking about we denote this primary wisdom as intuition. Um, so it's like, but the, then he kind of goes into a little bit of a, uh, I would say a a, a semi-religious. Um, uh, uh, I don't know what the word is, but uh, kind of uh, interpretation, right? That like, in some sense, we're, we're all tapping into this, like, um, this, uh, what he says, innate intelligence, right? That this, there's some other source of it. Um, we, we lie in the lap of immense intelligence, which makes us the receivers, makes us receivers of its truth and organs of its activity. Um, there, there's, you know, I, admittedly, I, 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 I struggle a bit thinking through that, but to me, yeah. the, 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 there's there's something like, um, you know, it's, it must be that when God speaketh, like, so he's interpreting that maybe like we are just listening to this other source. So it's not purely self, like, um, uh, it's not purely self-derived. Like there's like a, like a, uh, an id, a source, right? A cue, as it were, right? That we're all kind of tapping into by looking within ourselves, that we're not actually doing it, um, not purposefully or uh, randomly. It, it's actually, it's actually probably the opposite of random, right? It's not that like I will come up with just my own independent idea. In fact, it's all kind of based in some fundamental source, which seems to be a basis for what he's talking about in the text. Yeah, I don't have a good. I don't have a good response for that. I think I think he describes that well. Exactly. Right. It was hard hard not to feel like clued in there because here we are looking for for wisdom nuggets, and he actually uses the word. The word wisdom. So maybe, maybe, um, so maybe that's a question. Is you, when you think of wisdom, right? The way that you define wisdom, do you think of it as like an innate intuition, or you know, he goes on to say uh, we call later, later teachings like tuition. Tuition. Oh yeah, tuition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I never really thought of wisdom falling into one or the other category. I would still probably put them in both. What do you think about that? Um, to be honest, I, I think I, I normally assume wisdom with with age and aging and having experienced. And I feel like you, for example, could not I, – I feel less comfortable with saying like a child is wise – Though I think well, that he does acknowledge, this? yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What well, what if it's this? What if it? I mean, because maybe the point he's he's telling us is no, we are already know this stuff. We just don't realize we know this stuff. Right. So maybe maybe what what experience does to wisdom is it just clarifies, you know, what we already know. Maybe it uh, it it's uh, we just realize what it is. We're, we learn to recognize it. I, th- I think that's right. Except, though it's hard to me to imagine what what cognition and thought is before, you know, like you know, uh, in in the early years, right? I mean, they're just, they're, you know, I I am comfortable with the idea of like an innate grammar, but like what what are the what are the pieces of or the nuggets of of wisdom that like we we, we naturally could have within us that we're just discovering? I, I'm trying to think through like the nature of the evolution of thought. Maybe is the way to say it. Well, is he is he saying that it's all the same for everyone? Because I, I in kind of the the general, you know, you do you and right. it'll all work out type of thing. Right. Um, maybe it's okay that 
can be wise in different ways. Sure. But it's still it's still in there somewhere early on. Yes, and he also kind of gets at the fact that like because of that, um, the way we would derive this, you actually could get get up on a different day and derive a whole new uh, piece of wisdom or a new interpretation, right? Like there's you know, he, he cautions people against worrying about the fact that maybe today and tomorrow you, you come up with different um, conclusions. Oh, yeah. I, I like that uh, quite a bit. That's probably... I mean, we talked about the, the Iron String line. Right. But probably the, the most famous line from this essay... Oh, yes. I, know, I is, think I know... Uh, yep, yep. A, foolish, a foolish consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds. Exactly right. That's uh, I, I think I think is wrong. I mean, we are we are afraid of, of contradicting ourselves. I mean, if you if you just expand that to politics, I mean, how many guys have been how many people have been shamed by inconsistency? I agree. I was thinking the same thing when I read that. Uh, uh, and then that's, he, yep, that's maybe not right. I don't know. Maybe that's not right. Yeah, but I will say that if you look at the end of that. Uh, the paragraph that we were discussing, right? He gets into the um, all these different people who are misunderstood, and I would say that they're relatively consistent. For example, Jesus, uh, for the most part, I think was consistent. Though I know that there are certain parables of him that uh, parables of his that uh, people find difficult to interpret, right? But I would say that, like, when I think of Luther or Jesus, I think of people who were consistent, right? Who, may, who maybe were. Um, um, yeah, there's so there's, yeah. there's kind of a blend of two different ideas there. Fair enough. Because it's, right. um, you know, there's maybe like an inconsistency with society. Yes. This uh, this idea, like he he really, um, really goes to town on this idea of if you basically just just uh, pledge your allegiance to to like a political party or or, or some kind of camp, right? And just kind of just incorporate their their entire platform as your platform right then i mean it makes this very very perceptive point of well then why trust like anything that you're saying if there's some aspect of of what you're saying that you don't really believe right then then how you know then it's not just that uh you know maybe it'd be be better to to use his own words here but um it's not that uh, what you're saying that you don't believe is not truthful. Mm-hmm. It's that I can't trust anything that you say is truthful. Right. So I'm just not going to. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I like this idea of, of, of being unafraid to be inconsistent. Uh, this, so kind of in the, in the same, same part of the essay, this is the line I... I I mentioned earlier as, as something that I've already incorporated myself, and I use this quite a lot, or some variation on it. This this line, um, he gets in. He's talking about how um, just just do you. Don't be afraid of being inconsistent, as long as it's all coming from yourself. Correct. Then on the whole, everything will look like it's from you. There'll, there'll, there'll be a, there will be a unifying principle later. Mm-hmm. And he says, the voyage of the best ship is a zigzag line of a hundred tacks. Oh, yeah. And I, I use this, you, you know this, I, I use this this concept 
very frequently, especially when it comes to, to writing and the, the writing process. Right. Of the, the idea that uh, writing and, and some other things, including research um, and other projects of that ilk, um, it's like sailing into the wind. You can't sail directly into the wind. And so, uh, like sailing into the wind, the writing process, the straightest line is not a straight line. Correct. And so you, you have to like learn to embrace the fact that you're not going to sit down and, and you know, stream of consciousness through like divine inspiration, mm-hmm. write the perfect final draft, you know, beginning to end. That's just not, that's not, uh, that's as impossible as sailing directly into the wind. It's just like, physics does not permit it. And so you have to, in order to make something great, in order to write something great, you have to make peace with the idea that there's going to be some effort that seems wasted, but it's really not wasted because it's necessary to the process. Without a doubt. So I like this, and I, and I like uh, tax too. I'm going to, um, to change change tack. Yes. I've I've uh, run across some people who have kind of over overcorrected this and were like, well, what's a tack? It must must be tacked. Change tacts. Right. But it's it's not. It's 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 a beautiful, beautiful sailing term of you know, like approach. There's there's really no this is why we use tack because there's nothing really like it. Right. Um it's not that you're really going going in a different direction on the whole. It's that you're changing your route to your destination. Yes. You're changing you're changing your technique to the to the destination. Um, but you know, I guess on some level you are kind of going in a different direction. It's just that you shouldn't draw any conclusions about that that new direction. And um, just one other thing to say about this. Uh, you know, four of one will, the actions will be harmonious, however yes. unlike they seem. Yes, yes, yes. That's another thing, I think, and this is another writing thing, really, of, you know, you're not going to necessarily nail it the first time out. Or, like, an oratory thing, you're not going to nail it the first time out. And so when you're trying to communicate, I think maybe the important thing is to throw multiple darts. You know this idea of like precision versus accuracy. Yes, exactly. Yep. Yep. Right. So, so you can, um, and then the the dartboard analogy for this. Right. Where you can have a tight grouping of darts, that are right in the uh, right in the bullseye. Exactly. Which is uh, precision and accuracy. Correct. You can have kind of a loose grouping around um, the the bullseye, which is accuracy but not necessarily precision. Correct. And you could have a tight grouping that's far off the bullseye, which is precision and not accuracy. Well done, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, if if we don't, if we're not uh, a master of our articulating thoughts like this, then you know we're, we just don't have that precision, and that's fine. Not everyone has that precision, but if you're really trying to communicate and make someone understand, the way to make up for that is just to throw more darts the more darts you throw the more obvious it'll be where the bullseye is even if you never can even if you never hit it yeah so i think that's right yep yeah i I, I think it definitely says something for uh the kind of the 
the trial and error or multiple attempts at ex- describing the same thing aspect of writing, right? Yeah, and, and kind of more like retrospectively to really tie it into what Emerson was saying there. Right. Yeah. Don't worry about people drawing conclusions about where your dart fell if it fell far, you know, way off the mark. Right. Because one, once you keep throwing darts, it'll be clear where you're aiming for. Yes, that's fine. yes, yes, well said. So I like that quite a bit. That's a, that is a, a, a tool for the toolkit. I totally agree. Because, because sometimes we do need that to, to have that kind of higher executive function of, no, 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 it's okay to miss sometimes. It's okay to not follow a straight line sometimes. You know, it, there's, well, with the sailing thing, it's, it's just that... Uh, you can't. It's, yeah. it's understanding what the ideal even is. Yeah. I agree. Um, the Hobgoblin of Little Minds. Yeah. Well, you have one of the largest minds that I know, so... Well, you, you, you have one of the largest minds I know. Oh, now we're just, uh... <laughs> I don't know where that leaves us. I, well, I, I think I think imitation is the uh, highest form of flattery. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll just imitate each other. Yes, apparently so. And just just flatter ourselves into uh, perpetuity. <laughs> That's that is probably on some level what this what the what sandwich wing man is. Yep, that's true. How about um, perception is not whimsical. Uh, where? Uh, let me see. Is it just further on? On uh, on ten. Okay. But perception is not whimsical, but fatal. Um. Yeah. This is um. I mean, this isn't really like a like a cognitive toolkit type of point. But I but it's a point that I've felt like I've had to make before, and and I can think of an example. Um, uh, we started solemn, so I guess I can go back there. Mm-hmm. Of September eleventh, two thousand one. Right, right. We had um, we had class that day. Um, right, but it was uh, you know. So I show up to to my first class, and it was like a ten thirty class. No, it must have been later than that. Uh, anyway, the. The attacks had happened. We'd all gotten a chance to to grasp what was going on. Yep. Um, but, you know, it was still very early on. Without a doubt. And the professor of this class, um, who wasn't necessarily very good anyway, um, was like, look, you know, we're here. Uh, the school wants us to be here so that people aren't, aren't traveling somewhere else. But it would be foolish to not. Um, it was a poetry class, but it was like, well, we need to talk about this, obviously. So... Um, and I don't remember everything about that uh, class, but I, I I remember saying that I thought you know, people who could get into a plane and crash into a building and right. kill that many people that they were insane. That that I thought they were insane. Right. And you know, someone took me to task of like, well, no, you know, there's uh, we can't really call them insane, you know, because there's a there's a there's something trying to accomplish. I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think they're insane. Like, well, however we want. Um, I'm just going to define the word insane <laughs> as as fitting the situation of being willing to get on a plane and crashing into a building. Yes. 
and uh, so you know perception there is a perception doesn't always match reality but there is a reality to perception like yes it, yep it's uh what does he say here it says uh that it's as true as the sun you know there's a there's a um there is a fact a factual nature of, of perception even if it doesn't match reality yes yes so I like that quite a bit um another thing I, I found I don't know if you got something you you feel like you you really want to take off but another thing I I really liked um I'm going to clue you into page five. Mm-hmm. Um, so he makes this little note, which is nice. I'm just going to mention it because it's a nice note. Mm-hmm. Of, uh, you will always find those who think they know what is your duty better than you know it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's yeah. Uh, quite true. But I'm just going to read this because um, I'm just going to read this. He says it better than I, than I would. Mm-hmm. It is easy in the world to live after the world's opinion. It is easy in solitude to live after our own. But the great man is he who in the midst of the crowd keeps with perfect sweetness the independence of solitude. And I, I think we all I think we all appre- I think we all appreciate that. Even though I think it is uh, we all struggle with this um, you know wanting to blend in with the world's opinion, sharing the world's opinion. We all appreciate these people who keep, you know, that that kind of integrity of solitude when out in the crowd. And this is, I think, constantly what we have in, like, main characters and movies and TV shows and all that, right? Exactly right. People who who are true to themselves, they don't really worry about what other people think, and they just go for it. And considering how frequently we see that in movies and TV shows and such... I mean, we, we really just kind of worship that, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, yeah. We love we, it. Well, I mean, yeah, and we find it so intriguing in our in our main characters, right? Like, it, it is such a compelling right. aspect of them that they, I mean, I think about how many movies came out recently about these kind of, uh, I would say, um, you know, um, yeah, just, just uh, uh, smart scientists who kind of followed their own pathway. And, and discovered kind of new theories of how the world worked because they just kept essentially to their own self being true. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, so uh, so yeah. like kind of like an inte- intellectual, you know, mission-oriented thing. Exactly But, right. but think, too, of like how many main characters that we like are just very abrasive. Hmm. Like, like what does James Bond care about what, what people think of him? Not, not much, right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Sherlock Holmes. Yep, yep. Um, I, we could go on. It's like we we really like these abrasive people who are just, you know, kind of dicks to people they meet. Not because they're setting out to be that, but because they are who they are and they don't really care um, how what they are interacts with what everyone else is. Right, and, so, and, it's, and in some cases, it is a successful tack for them to take because they are able to accomplish things they weren't able to. Uh, the others might not be able to accomplish by kind of. Uh, subjecting themselves to the whims of the world. Yeah, I I like I like this um, I like this other point. It's like you're I think what you're getting at is this point of the that like guy 
who's going like 20 miles an hour faster on the highway than everyone else and just like weaving in and out of traffic and doing all that. Right. Like the only reason he can do that is because no one else is. Yes. Uh, but, you know, it's true. Like looking out for himself, it works. It wouldn't well, work if everyone was doing it. Exactly but, right. Uh, yeah. Well, I just I just find this really interesting of like it's something I think we the people true to themselves despite the world is something we like universally respect and find interesting and find desirable and just immediately um, gravitate towards. And yet so many of us like don't find that path for ourselves to be appealing. Yes. So, I mean, it, it makes me think about like the benefits and uh, drawbacks of conformity, right? So, like, we conform for many good reasons, right? Like, we we conform because we want uh, to be understood in uh, social situations, right? So, if we do stuff that's so off the wall, people might misunderstand us, and I agree that that Emerson kind of gets into that and, and how that shouldn't matter being misunderstood. But I think a lot of times you can imagine in the daily, uh, in the world of work, where there are just tons of kind of cultural expectations and we stay within them so that we all kind of understand each other and can use shorthand. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot to that. This, uh, I think the shorthand thing is, is important, I think. Conversation is kind of idiomatic. We, we tend to anticipate what other people are going to say and how they say it. Exactly. And that's good but, for us because it's also expedient. It is. I mean, when anything that's idiomatic, you're you're kind of packing additional meaning into. Yes, um, without a doubt. You know, it, yeah. it, the word was shorthand, and there's no reason to improve on that, um, or there's no way to improve on that. Uh, it's nice shorthand. We we accomplish more in a, in a shorter period of time, which right. I think we all, we find we all find pleasing. Uh, but um, so the it's. It's not so much that he's saying people should be off the wall on purpose, right? It's just that you're, he's saying, just just do you. And, and don't worry about consistency or don't worry about what people think. Just do what you would do if you were alone. And um, so there's, there's kind of a, kind of like a, a paradox there. There's something to struggle with there of... If what we would do is conform, you know, use these shorthands fit with what, what people would expect. Right. And how does it? How does it really like? How do you know? How do you be true to yourself and not true to your uh, inclinations of like conformist inclinations? And is it possible for someone's like true true feelings to be conformist? I, I'm sure it is possible, right? And then the question is, I mean, you know, I mean, the other thing to your to your first, the point you just made about the fact that, um, oh, no, uh, that, uh, you know, doing, well, let me, let me say it this way. Um, it, it, I wonder how much we conform by all being true to ourselves, right? So, like, if, if all of us decided to live in the kind of self-reliant way, or at least, like, think in that way, to to express our opinions in that way, I wonder how similar our opinions would be, given that they all kind of derive maybe from some sort of innate intelligence or innate innate uh, intuition. 
So I, I think it's an interesting thought experiment, right? Like, you know, yeah, how, how, how much how much would we conform or would it seem like we were conforming even if we were all being that way? Because I, I, it makes you wonder, right? Like, you know, what, what would the world be like if everybody drove uh, an extra or, you know, everybody everybody attempted at a moment to go 20 miles per hour over the speed limit or something and they all tried yes. to kind of be, you know, so, um, like, what would right. happen? Where right? would that, yeah, where would that leave the universe? Right. Probably, probably not in good stead. Right. And so it's interesting, I mean, the, the, the passage that we started this episode with, mm-hmm. um, you know, it ended with, uh, you know, let's be the people who advance on chaos in the dark. But at the same time, it's like, you know, throw caution to the wind, don't worry about the chaos. It'll all sort itself out. Right. Maybe that is what advancing on chaos is. I don't know. Anyway, um, I think we're, we're probably going to pick up with self-reliance. In a, I don't know if we'll do it for the next episode. We'll, we'll put our heads together and, and see how we want to handle that. Mm-hmm. But we should talk about um, our grand unifying ingredient for episode two. I've oh got yeah, a, I've got That's a suggestion. Right. I don't know if you if you've got one as well. But let me let me throw out my suggestion, and uh, feel free to, to throw it away if uh, if you don't like it. Okay. So I'm going to suggest egg. Okay, I actually, I actually think that would be great. I think that uh, what egg makes me immediately think of are breakfast sandwiches. But I think that yeah, we but could, uh, it yep. doesn't need to be like a scrambled egg. I agree. In fact, that might be difficult to uh, to transport. Although I'm not I'm not trying to put extra limitations on it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, but, but no, know, yeah. like uh, some salads where you've got like egg chunks, like hard boiled egg chunks, and uh, I don't know. I know. I, th- I think a, you're right. Yeah. Make a think... sauce out of it. There's lots of things you can do. With Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You got my mind kind of spinning now on that. Okay. Uh, I right. think we should run with that for episode two. All right. So as far as most people are are concerned, we will immediately go into eggs next time on <laughs> Sandwich Wingman. Uh, thanks very much for listening. We're we're going to be working out how we do this as as we go. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, we hope. You've enjoyed this episode, um, and especially if you've made it this far. And um, yeah, uh, you can reach us at sandwichwingman at gmail dot com. So there's that. Anyway. Excellent. Okay. Thanks, Rob. Well, thanks, thanks, Rob, and uh, we'll convene later. Excellent. Bye.